Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are joined once again by the amazing Dr. Joe Baldwin. Yes, she's so much more than just a coach. Uh, a lot of accolades under her we're going to get to, but she's really here helping uh, mostly women around the world in the professional field. And by the way, speaking of, where are you in the world, darling? You're over in England, right? I am. I'm in, uh, in England, in the northwest of England, yes. Beautiful. Well, we're excited to have you back here again. It's Dr. Joe uh, Baldwin Coaching. And to find you online, it's drjoebaldwin.co.uk. Please That's tell right. us a little bit about yourself, what you do. And of course, I can't wait to get into today's topic of procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm, I'm a women's coach. Um, I... I feel that my mission at the moment is to try and bring the oomph and sparkle back into women's lives. Um, so, so many of us are feeling a little bit burned out, a little bit ragged around the edges with all that life throws at us. And I'm trying to introduce to women a more sustainable way of being, um, more being than doing, um, much more sustainable way, but that still allows you to bring impact to everything that you do, to still lead in the workplace, to still be, you know, the affectionate, encouraging mother and, and wife and partner at home and just get more out of life, really. Beautiful. Well, we're excited to have you here. And for today's topic, as I mentioned briefly, it is procrastination. Does everyone know what that word means? Uh, I think we all have experienced some form of procrastination in our lives, right? Uh, could you just share a little bit about what that actually is before we begin? And maybe yeah. what causes it? <laughs> yeah, because I feel like, you know, um, why? Why do we do this? Because all of us have it in us. Tell us the reasoning behind this. Yeah. So as you alluded to, I think it does affect most of us at some point. Uh, and it can be just those little day-to-day -day things, the little day-to-day -day tasks that we keep putting off, we don't want to do for whatever reason. But it can also be the reason why some of us aren't always achieving our big goals and, and our aims in life, or perhaps why we're not taking opportunities when they come our way, or we just don't feel able to make the big decisions that sometimes life throws at us. Um, and I thought it was, a, it was a good topic to talk about today because I'm seeing sort of the, the effects of this in colleagues, in, in clients and, and people that I know around me. And when we think about it, time is one of the most precious resources that we have, but it's finite. We can never create more of it. Every second that passes by can't be recovered or regained. Um, and the real kick in the teeth is that none of us know actually how much time we have left. <laughs> now, I don't want to sound yeah. morose no, here. No, no, no. But um, there's a quote that I heard the other day that sort of fitted in with this. While we hesitate and postpone, mm. life is slipping away. And I wonder if you've ever sort of thought about that yourself, Jill. Uh, of course I do. I think about it all the time because, you know, I got two little ones and I'm sitting here and there's so much in my life I want to do and accomplish still. And But I feel like 
time gets in the way and you know there's I procrastinate there's piles in my house I haven't done stuff why am I not doing it but I feel like life is so precious and I want to make the most of it but it's also about time management I think which really gets me with procrastination I'm sure you'll expand on that in just a moment but for sure I feel like that I think all of us do yeah yeah I mean it's so common to hear clients talking about feeling like they don't have enough time they're just not getting stuff done Perhaps they're starting to feel a bit overwhelmed by how much they, they've got on their plate. Uh, and sometimes that leads to just not even knowing where to start. And they then get sort of stuck in inertia, inactivity. Um, and then, as I say, the big things that people aren't taking actions to achieve goals and targets. And I know I've been guilty of this lots of times too. And, you know, I realize that I'm obviously procrastinating when even the housework feels more appealing than perhaps sitting down and, you know, tackling the accounts or preparing, you know, my next blog or whatever. Um, But I'm now trying to be a bit more aware of it and notice that that's what I'm doing and and take myself to task and and look at, you know, what's underlying this. but I've, you know, I've thought perhaps for some of us, we are procrastinating away our, our whole happiness and delaying the, the kind of life that we deserve or the, the life that we dream of. So that's why I thought it would be a good topic for today. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to talk more about it to get started. And of course, you know, all the effects of procrastination, how it, what it does to us, our body, our brain, and, um, you know, why in general, though, why did you bring up the topic for today? Just curious. Yeah. So as I say, it's, it's something that I'm hearing a lot of people talk about. And sometimes what I hear is that women especially label themselves as procrastinators, yeah. but alongside that, they hang the label of laziness. Mm-hmm. And then comes another element of shame and then another element on top of that of, of feeling guilty um, about all the things they're supposed to be doing and perhaps they're not doing. Um, so this this is something that sort of people are beating themselves up about, really. Absolutely. And I thought, let's get down to the nitty gritty of what is procrastination and what perhaps isn't, but some people think is, uh, and what are the underlying reasons for, for what's going on there. Perfect. So let's distinguish that for us, if you don't mind. Let's break it down. What is it? And you mentioned okay. if it's not uh, procrastination, it's called prioritization. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> another one. Yeah. So if we think about prioritization as putting off something important until later, then that means perhaps you're avoiding doing the big stuff. You know, you're avoiding doing the big priorities, like uh, making a difficult phone call, yeah. um, having to have a meeting with mm-hmm. a, a you know a, a difficult client or a difficult employee, um, the, the paperwork, the accounts, the taxes, and instead you find yourself phoning yeah. a friend, reading a magazine, watching the TV, those sorts of things. So that's what I think of as procrastination, something important that you're putting off. Now, if we contrast that with prioritizing Mm -hmm. that's putting off something less important in order to deal with the most pressing matter first so that's putting things in in an order of priority and if that's what's going on that's absolutely fine and um it's something that i introduce into um, a system that i have when we are helping to somebody to tackle overwhelm and um, so when women are really struggling because there's so much going on and they don't know where to start, 
then I've got a system for tackling that, and that includes a particular prioritization or triage system, if you will. Just a word of caution about prioritizing. Make sure that whatever that urgent matter is, it's urgent for you. Okay. And that you're not simply dancing to somebody else's tune. So a lot of times, you know, you perhaps react to somebody else's urgent at the expense of dealing with your own stuff. And I see mums especially doing this all the time. They sacrifice their own plans to deal with something for the children or for their partners. And then she's under pressure because she's got behind with things, the stress builds, you know. At the end of the day, prioritizing is supposed to be a means to reduce our stress levels. And, and then finally, there's another distinction. The third one is paralysis. Mm -hmm. So this is a kind of a, a frozen, stuck state when you just can't seem to make a decision about anything. So nothing ever gets done. Yeah. So you know you're supposed to be making a choice. But there are so many different options and you're perhaps overanalyzing all the different permutations, what the consequences and outcomes might be. And it just paralyzes you into inertia. So you never make the choice, you never move forwards, you're just stuck. Um, and you know, all of those behaviors, procrastination, prioritizing and paralysis, they can all appear in relation to little tasks or jobs or chores. Mm -hmm. But as I mentioned earlier, they can also present when we're facing some of life's big decisions and we're in, in life transitions. And that's often the time when clients find the coaching process so useful because that helps to reveal what's going on for them at an individual inner level. And we sort of free up, you know, free, free the client up from whatever's going on for them there. Interesting. So what are these inner reasons that we are potentially procrastinating, would you say? Could yeah. you share some why, of them with yeah. us? Why, why do we procrastinate? Yeah. I mean, the simple answer is it's just often easier to not do something than do it. You sure. know, it's, it's the path of least resistance. Yep. But actually, procrastination is kind of the symptom of, of what's going on internally. Um, and I think it's becoming more common with the modern age yeah and um, if you think about it you know these days we have far more choices in our lives than ever before um without choices we would have just got on and taken the next course of action you know our ancestors did not have the degree of choice that we have these days also these days we have so many more distractions vying for our focus vying for our attention and a lot of temptations tempting us from doing the thing that that's important that but perhaps feels hard or uncomfortable and then we've also i think fallen prey to comparing ourselves with other people you know other people's best lives and achievements and successes are constantly being transmitted to us via tv and social media and then often we perhaps don't feel like we're measuring up and we're fearing judgment and then that can feed into a hesitancy uh, about taking action so it's a kind of a vicious cycle when we procrastinate we ultimately start to feel dissatisfied by our lack of progress so we then put greater pressure on ourselves. The tasks, the jobs are all backing up. So we feel more and more stressed. And then we even start to feel guilt and, and remorse. 
And the irony here, of course, is that if only we did take action on a task, no matter how small, we would get a hit of that lovely hormone dopamine. And it's the dopamine that results in greater creativity, satisfaction, and gives us the courage to even get on and do more. So that's the kind of some of the background to, to why I think procrastination is kind of feels like it's at an all-time high these days. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, by the way, just want to remind our listeners, since we're halfway through, how we can reach out to you if we are interested in working with you. Would you mind sharing that? Sure. So my website is www.drjoebaldwin.co.uk. And that's Dr. Joe, uh, J-O. Um, or my email address, if you want to get in touch, is joebaldwin.coaching at gmail.com. Uh, I'd be more than happy to hear from you directly. Or if you take a look at the website, there's lots of info on how you can work with me. And there are a few re- different free resources to get you started as well. So clearly, this is getting in the way. This, you know, Some of us have, we have goals, we have dreams, but some of us are not achieving this. And this could be one of the main reasons why, right? And yeah. I, I, this is a, just a great co- topic today. Again, we're talking about procrastination and also, uh, well, paralysis. So where did you want to head to next? Yeah. Well, let's, let's look at some of those inner reasons. Sure. There are lots, but I just thought we'd focus on three for today. Yeah. Um, I think a big one is fear of failure. And sometimes it's purely the fear of failure because we don't have enough knowledge to do whatever this next task might be. Um, you know, you might have a goal in mind mm-hmm. or there's some expectation on you to achieve something, but you don't actually know how to do it. Um, who can you ask for help with True. this? You know, I'm pretty hopeless at tech and anything to do with computers. And I often found myself in the past frittering away lots of time trying to figure out something for myself or just avoiding doing the job mm-hmm. because I didn't know how to do it and I was frightened that I would get it wrong. Um, swallowing my pride, getting over the embarrassment, I turned to my daughter, 23-year-old daughter, and she showed me how to do things. She gets results. And that renews my momentum for, for me to get on and do things. So don't let a lack of knowledge or a lack of a skill set stop you from, from getting on and doing something. There's always somebody else there who can help. Beautiful. Um, then the next one is a lack of flow state. Okay. And what I mean by this is when your skill set is equal to the task, equal to the challenge that's facing you, you get into a state of flow and you make progress on that that task. You find yourself fully immersed, you don't even notice the time passing, and actually you take much less energy when you're Mm -hmm. in this state to get the job done. Now, if you're not skilled enough, you will feel frustrated, or you might even imagine in advance that you're going to get frustrated. You might even feel fear at not being able to do the task and fearing the consequences of what that might be. If the task on the other hand isn't challenging enough for you and your ability, your skill set, then you'll experience boredom. So boredom, frustration, fear and anxiety. We try to avoid all of those negative feelings Mm -hmm. and we're more likely to put off the work that would make us feel like that. So instead we latch onto things that 
bring us you know encouraging positive feelings so that might be you know watching silly videos on social media or uh, playing a video game or chatting with friends things that give us that little hit of dopamine that I mentioned so procrastination makes you choose something that will bring you a positive emotion okay rather than putting the hard work in now mm. because you're fearing the negative emotion that might come with it and then the third one the final one I thought we'd mention today sure. is what we call dissonance between your present self and your future self so this essentially means you'll avoid doing something now that would benefit your future self. So it might mean an exercise class. Oh, yeah. Your present wow. self is more motivated by the instant gratification of lying on the sofa, watching TV, eating a cake. But you know really deep inside that your future self wouldn't thank you for that. And you're acting against your best your best interests by using an avoidance type behavior. So it's as if your present self is divided into two parts. The sensible one yeah. wants to get the job done or get the exercise yeah. class mm -hmm. done. And the other one, the hedonistic one, wants you to do something enjoyable. So you've got these two parts to yourself that are vying for your attention. And it's a case of trying to tune into what will my future self thank me for? Which task here, which choice here would be more useful for my future self? So it's a case of searching your soul, I suppose, here and finding out what really does motivate you, what's important for you, for your future self, and therefore what would inspire you to take action to benefit that future self instead of falling for that instant self-gratification behavior. Oh, wow, you're resonating with me. Look, I've had... <laughs> I no, but one thing I've been procrastinating. I, I I want to write a book, and I've been procrastinating mm -hmm. for years. And and my future self would look back and say, "What the heck did you do? Why did you wait so long? Or why didn't you do it at this yeah. rate?" But you're right. We procrastinate things that we're scared. Of. We're fearful of the unknown. Where I'm scared. I don't know mm. how to start. So how do you get someone that motivation to take that leap to start? you got to want it enough. But what else is there to it? We need you. We need someone to hold yeah. our hand and say, this is how we do it. Yeah. It's, it's envisioning what, you know, what do I want out of this? What would my future self be looking like, feeling like? What would she be saying when that book's finished? What's important to me about writing that book? Well, I promise. What would my future yeah. self be saying if I don't write that book? <sighs> horrible, horrible, so horrible. What's the, what's the first smallest little step I could take today to start that book? Jot some ideas down. Yeah. Just put it on. There's nothing in the paper. I promised my mom before she died that I was going to write the book. And my mom died seven years ago. But I always wanted to write a book. And she, and then I, I don't know how you, what you believe in, but I believe in the afterlife and mediums and psychics. And I went to someone and they told me without me saying anything, your mom's waiting for the book. So mm -hmm. I owe it to her, but also myself. And it's just powerful to know that it's one thing in my life I've been procrastinating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it feels big, doesn't it? It, it does. feels like a big, a big task. Huge, yes. Okay. So we'll come back to that one in a little minute yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, we? go ahead. No. Okay. But um, tell us some examples, if you don't mind, of clients you're working with that are procrastinating. Could you share some things ooh, that we procrastinated um, about? 
Oh, crikey, I'm trying to think of uh, what different clients have got going on for them at the moment. Um, yeah, I've got a client at the moment who is procrastinating, pro probably she's a bit more paralyzed actually, about a conversation that she needs to have with her husband um, because of some changes that have gone on in their lives recently. And I, I, I've got to be careful here about how much I, how much I divulge here. Um, life is looking really diff different for the two of them and very different from how she imagined it would be at this stage in their lives. And she knows she needs to have a sit down, serious conversation with him mm -hmm. about what she needs, what she wants out of life and you know what changes they need to put into place and she's been really struggling with making a start on that conversation because she's so fearful yeah. of what his reaction might be and we've worked on what would happen yeah what might happen if you have the conversation mm -hmm. what might happen if you don't have the conversation mm -hmm. what will happen sorry what, what will happen if you do have the conversation what will happen if you don't have the conversation what wouldn't happen if you have the conversation okay and what wouldn't happen if you don't have the conversation wow and that last one might be the most significant question mm -hmm. what wouldn't happen if you don't have that conversation because if you don't have that conversation the things that you're dreaming of that you're hoping for that you're wishing for are never going to happen are they so that in itself might be enough of a motivator for some people to take that action. Just knowing that without taking the action, certain things will never happen. Because sometimes there's sort of a wishful thinking yeah. uh, sense that goes on within, within us. And we're just hoping that somehow life will make it happen. All right. So but actually... We do have to take a lot of responsibility for, for what so happens. So how can we reduce this procrastination? Yeah. Um, sometimes we've just got to start. If we don't start, we'll never know. Yeah. Um, and when I talk to people who feel very overwhelmed with things and feel like they have too much on their plate, I introduce them to um, what I call the overwhelmed first aid kit. Uh, and that's a system for an acute situation where it just all feels too okay. much. Yeah. We do some prioritization. We look at what can be delegated, what can be ditched altogether, and we sort of simplify things. Mm -hmm. Then another one is looking at your energy levels. And perhaps it's that the task itself isn't actually too hard or difficult or uncomfortable. It's that at the moment you're exhausted and you just need to replenish your energy levels yeah. and maybe then when you come back to the task it won't feel quite so insurmountable anymore and then still on energy consider what are your natural energy rhythms you know the circadian rhythms do you know where your strengths are are you a, an owl or a lark are you better off doing certain types of work early in the day or later in the day? So think about your schedule and, and putting things, you know, at the time of day that you know you're best able to deal with those things. Okay. Um, now, that's not always easy, if, you know, depending on what kind yeah. of workplace scenario you, you have. Um, but it might be that now and again, you can tweak your schedule a little bit to put certain things into place when you know 
you are at your best and you can have some some sort of clear and focused time for them. And then one of the big ones is breaking things down. So talking about you and your goal of writing a book, Jill, that's a huge task. Absolutely, you know, it, it, it's enormous, isn't it, when you think about yeah. all that's mm-hmm. involved in writing a book. So break it down. Break it down into small steps, not great big chunks. Yeah. Things that feel manageable. It might be, um, yeah. I'm going to allocate a certain day or a certain portion of a day each week to writing. And that becomes sort of sacrosanct. It's, it's you know, it's precious time that's just allocated for yeah, that. But it's and in that, I'm yeah. just going to write a certain number of words yeah. or I'm just going to write the skeleton outline. So break it down into small steps. Okay. But then celebrate each step when they happen. Okay. Don't wait for the, the entire thing to be done before you, you reward yourself and celebrate. Another one for getting started with something that feels hard or something that you don't really like doing is just to tell yourself, You only have to do it for five minutes. That's all you have to commit to, five minutes. And at the end of five minutes, you can walk away from it. If at the end of five minutes, actually, it doesn't feel so bad and you're getting into flow with it and there's time to carry on, oftentimes people do carry on. But the initial commitment only has to be five minutes. And that doesn't feel so bad then, does it? Mm -hmm. No, you're right. And then another one that might feel um contrary to what we're talking about we're talking about trying to get things started um but actually it might be that there's just no momentum going on for you so to get momentum going why don't you try finishing a few things give yourself 10 minutes to go around the house or sit around the office and look at uncompleted jobs you know it might be putting the laundry away Tidying up the kitchen after after the dinner. Oh, yeah. Finishing that set of accounts or whatever it might be. Boxing off the emails and, and just tidying the desk. And just finishing things just sort of clears the mind a little bit. Sure does. But it also gets the momentum going. Perfect. And that's what we got to do with our final thoughts. We got to wrap up the show here. Oh, gosh, we're out of time. Always wow. happens. All right. So, Dr. Joe Baldwin, how did you want to end off and how can we reach you? And just to finish off by saying, you know, procrastinating over you know, the simple day-to-day tasks can leave us feeling really frustrated and stressed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, why reduce your quality yeah. of life and, and put up with that just for the sake of cracking on with a few tedious jobs? So think about some of those tips to, to get yourself going. Um, but I really don't want people to be delaying or postponing life itself. You know, don't let life okay. slip past you. Think about what's your big why in life. What's your reason for what you want to do and where you want to go? Um, And keep that at front of mind to help motivate you. So many times we hear people say, well, I'll be happy when I've got a new job. I've met the right man. I'll buy new clothes when I've lost the weight. But happiness comes from what you're doing now. Do what makes you happy now. Don't wait. Take action. Don't put it off. Don't postpone it. Thank you so much. And Dr. Joe Baldwin, how can we reach you? Uh, my website is drjoebaldwin.co.uk and you can email me on joebaldwin.coaching at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. Pleasure having you here. To all of our listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Thank you so much. Thank you. Always. Thanks.
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.